Yes, that's what we need, love, power. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of Metaphors of Love. Women, are you listening? Well, we try to bring you insightful information that's going to help steer your day and give you a better focus here on Blackbocracy. Today, I'm going to cover a particular song. And by now, most of y'all that's listening to this podcast, you know I'm an R&B guy to the heart. Love hip-hop. But it's nothing like that good old R&B. And these songs that I'm bringing uh, have been tested throughout time. The same thing they talked about then or back then, they're talking about now. Having too much change. So I'm going to share this particular song here. And we're going to get in some other uh, information. And then we're going to uh, deal with a particular topic that... Uh, <laughs> I was having to deal with earlier during the week based on a friend's post. And I'm going to share that information with you all later in the middle of the podcast. But today, I want to cover something. I want to cover something because on this particular episode, I decided to title this episode, What the Hook Gonna Be. And I'm not talking about... Uh, my man Murphy with uh, the St. Lunatics, what the hook going to be. I'm talk talking about a different hook. A different hook that was sung by the Impressions. I know many of y'all may not even remember or even know who the Impressions are. But they had a guy in that group uh, was one of the first individuals to ever even own his masters. You understand? This is how intelligent this brother was and the songs that he covered during those times, a brother by the name of Mr. Curtis Mayfield. So today we're going to talk about a subject called What the Hook Gonna Be. And the song is The Same Thing It Took to Keep Your Baby Hooked is going to take the same thing to keep her. Now, I've never been much on fishing, I must admit. However, I do respect the game and the relaxation that it brings. You know, over the years, I've learned that in istiology, it's important to have the right hook bait. Okay? As well as the right totem pole. And like in the song, The Same Thing It Took, again, sung by the Impressions, featuring Curtis Mayfield, they acknowledge that whatever formula a person uses to hook their baby, is going to take the same thing to keep him or her in that relationship. If you don't believe me, check it out. The reason a lot of people romances don't last is that they tend to forget so fast. Same thing it took. Hey, baby. Baby, who's gonna take the same thing? 
Same thing it took to get your baby hooked is going to take the same thing to keep her or him. And as I said before, one day I will write the book, Metaphors of Love, Men, Are You Listening? But right now, this is about these African-American queens out there. So, let's deal with this song for a second. Because... You can have the right hook, you can have the right bait, but there will be moments when you can have the right bait, but the wrong hook. <laughs> Let me say that one more time in case uh, somebody drift off and got a glass of water or the TV got turned up. I'm going to say it again. There will be moments when you can have the right bait, but the wrong hook. Keep in mind that hooks do break. Okay? Hooks will break, ladies. Metaphors of love. Women, are you listening? Remember, fishes, sometimes, sometimes they get trapped because they see the bait but not the hook. You follow me? They see the bait, but they don't see the hook. So it's very important that you see the objects that are in front of you. Notice the man or the object that's in front of you. It's very important. Because in the case of the what we call, or what I would call, let me say that. Or what I would call the fisherman. Not the pusher man, but the fisher man. He knows the right hook to use. He's the one that has mastered the histology of fishing. Ichthology. I-C-H-T-Y-O-L-O-G-Y. Look it up. If you don't uh, know what that definition of that word means, or never heard of that word, look it up. Ethology. He's the master of that. So he knows. <laughs> he knows the right bait, the right totem pole that he wants to use in the water. Ladies, here's something that I want you to know. And I want you to know this with clear transparency. Know that all hooks are not the same. You can go to any ocean liner or tackling bait store and ask the uh, guy at the register, where are your hooks at? And he'll direct you over where the hooks are and you will see or start to see that some hooks are larger some are smaller some are thicker some are wider than others okay so therefore it's important that you use the right hook that you use the right hook also I mean if he has his pole and hook in the water then you put your pole and hook in the water that's my point okay so now, ladies, remember something. Even though the bait you're using may be uh, attracting his attention, ultimately, ultimately, it will be your hook that's going to sustain the relationship. What am I talking about? Is it your cooking? Is it the fundamentals that you bring into the relationship just by knowing the basics of what it, you know, what it uh, requires to take care of a man. 
This is your hook. Whatever your hook is. Whatever your hook is. The bait you're using. Might be attracting his attention. But ultimately it would be your hook. That's going to sustain the relationship. For example. Let me give you another example. In pugilism. A pugilist, uh, pugilism is, is, is boxing, for lack of a better word, okay? Boxing. A boxer sometimes uses his right or left hook. Many of y'all, I know we got some females out there who are boxing fans and all of that. You like the Floyd Mayweathers and the Mike Tysons, the, the Muhammad Ali's and whatnot. And they use a right or left hook to knock out their opponent. Okay, that's their hook. But ladies, please understand this concept uh, because I believe that there's a powerful hook in every woman. I'm going to say it again. Metaphors of love, women, are you listening? I do believe that there is a powerful hook in every woman. However, but the question is. Do every woman believe in her hook? Or do every woman believe that her hook even exists? Think about that for a moment. You have a hook. But do you even know that your hook exists? Like in most songs, it is the lyrics. It is the lyrics that will have us singing the chorus. Think about that for a second. We'll sing the chorus of the song. But however, it is the hook of that song that's going to keep us replaying that song over and over again. It is the hook of the song. I just had a few weeks back R&B singing with my man Link up here. And we discussed the state of R&B music. And he talked about his writing skills and how he wrote certain songs for the group Silk, you know, and High Five and LSG. There's a hook in writing songs. So you have a hook. But what's your hook going to be? Has it been developed? Have you concentrated on your hook? Studied your hook? Or is your hook underdeveloped? This metaphor should be applied whenever you're meeting a man. This metaphor should be applied. This hook concept. It is a great hook that will capture any man. I do believe that. If your hook is powerful enough and you understand what your hook is, it's going to be enough to capture that man. It could be your knowledge. It could be like, again, your cooking. You know, it could be a lot of things, even your bedroom etiquette. But what is your hook? What is your hook going to be? And no, let me point this out right quick. This doesn't necessarily require the removal of your clothes. Okay, although I said bedroom etiquette, let me clean that up. Because I'm talking about what's ordained by the most high. You know. Or someone that you're coming along with. Where y'all sharing a common interest. And you all are headed in that direction. That's what I'm speaking about. Not talking about. You know I met Daryl last week. And uh, two weeks later I met Keith. That's not what I'm talking about. That's a fail hook. Okay. So this, this type of hook that I'm talking about doesn't require the removal of your clothes. Your best qualities doesn't lie beneath your pelvis, ladies. I'm going to say it again. Your best asset, your best quality doesn't lie beneath your pelvis bone. In fact, your best quality, your best quality lies above your shoulders. Not beneath the pelvis area, but above your shoulders. Those other parts are just the benefit. It's just the benefit. 
But your best quality, your best asset, your best hook lies above your shoulders. Your head. Your head. And what do the head symbolizes? Knowledge, information. So that's your best asset. That's your greatest asset. But the other things, those are just benefit when it's done right within the context. You got to remember something, ladies. Guys may gawk at your breast or other assets. However, just like in a card game or spade, you should know that when you overbid, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> your ass gets set. <laughs> if he's looking at your assets, that's what happened in a game of spades. Your ass get set. Far too many times we see you placing emphasis on your anatomy while overbidding yourself. You're bidding too high. And I think you all need to stop it. You're doing way too much. Most men recognize that the booty is nothing but a spoil of war. Look up the word booty. That's where it comes from. It derives from the spoils of war, as they say. And if you look out in society, that's what we're going through right now. Spoils of war. You got a dating ratio of 20 to 1. There are more women than there are men. And he understands the booty. He understands the treasure. The spoils of war. But once again, when the treasure has been captured, the chest gets exposed. I'm going to say it again. Once the booty, the spoils of war, get captured, the treasure chest, right, chest. I'm talking about making a connection with the breasts. That's your chest, right? It's on your chest bone, right? Okay. Well, when they capture that, the treasure chest, that's your treasure, your ornaments, they get exposed. And like in a game of warfare, there's always, always going to be casualties at war. It's just no way out of it metaphors of love women are you listening what the hook gonna be ladies you can kill the potential of a great relationship by undervaluing yourself did you hear what I said you you no one else you you can kill the, the potential of a great relationship by undervaluing yourself we talked about shivery a few weeks ago shivery you have more control than you think. Don't always assume what a man is looking for. Don't assume. You know, ask him. Just straight up ask him, what are you looking for? You ask him what, him, what he's looking for, you have 50% already uh, in your favor as you move forward. Because that's going to tell you whether or not if you want to deal with the relationship or not. But if you don't open your mouth and ask, he's going to assume. So ask him. This may surprise you, but not all men are interested in your ornaments. At least not in the beginning. Because why I say that? Because we know that any product, when properly put together, can be marked to the general public. I'm going to say it again. Because that's like an ouch moment. M most men. Most men. I'm talking about men of substance now. I'm dealing with the men of substance. We know. That when. When you market a product. When you are well put together. When you market this product. This product can be marked. To the open public. It may not just be for me. It could be for anybody. That's the general public. That's how you market yourself when you're showing your cleavage, when you're opening yourself up. How do you know every man wants to get to know you on that level? I can't even get past your ornaments. You know, I can't get past your tight clothing. Because those things are a lot, a lot of times are a distraction to a man of substance. Just like we said last week, I want to get to know you. Some guys are trying to get in your trousers. 
I just want to get into your mind to find out something about you. And as a brother says in the Tyler Perry movie, some men do come to restore. We recognize and realize there's a lot of broken women out there, but some brothers do come to restore. So don't, don't lump all the brothers in the same boat. Don't drown us all because you have some good brothers out there that know and understand how to take care of business. And I mentioned the, uh, the Woodman last week when we covered that episode. Okay? So therefore, we might just start veering you as a doorknob. You keep showing your ornaments. You keep wearing these real tight clothing. You keep wearing all, you know, putting all this stuff on. That's, and truthfully speaking, that's what has happened. Some guys have started viewing some women as doorknobs. What I mean by that, I say doorknobs. Well, simple. This is where every guy gets a turn. <laughs> the doorknob. So we got to get you out of the doorknob mentality. We got too many guys leaving fingerprints on the doorknob. But they don't want to buy the home. All they want to do is visit. Metaphor of the love. Women, are you listening? Because trust me, we see your physical attributes. I don't think no brother worth his salt, especially if he's an alpha male, is going to allow your physical attributes to go unnoticed. However, we also see your depth. I'm telling you, the brothers with the conscious mind, the substance mind, a worldly view, a universal perspective, he sees the depth in you. He knows that you're more than your uh, brazier. He knows that you're more than your uh, Donna Karen. He knows that you're more than your tight-fitting uh, uh, spandex. He knows this. He sees the depth in you. Some women enjoy uh, theorizing. Let me, let me say that. A lot of you women that are listening to this podcast, pay close attention to this. You sisters out there and pass it on. Stop theorizing. You know, you, you, you all love to say that all men come for something. You know, that's, that's, that's a staple sometimes when I'm dialoguing with individuals. Well, you know, all men come for something. And it's really mind-boggling, especially when you factor in we are social creatures. By our very nature, we're social creatures. And what I mean by that is that you can suppress whatever you think you can suppress in creation is going to blossom at some point. As we watch the four seasons, as they begin to you know, evolve and come back around again, you can pour concrete on the grass and the grass still going to burst through that concrete. You can't suppress nature. Metaphor of the love, women, are you listening? So it's mind-boggling when you factor in we are social creatures by our very nature. So we're meant to socialize. That's a natural progression. It's a natural movement. It's organic. So we're going to move in the same direction at some point. Yeah. So no ladies. Some men again comes to restore. It's called restoration. So try not to be led by what I call synthetic thinking. Synthetic thinking. Which is nothing but backwash dictated by today's dating scene. Nowadays, the basic principles of getting to know someone almost seems non-existent I mean just the basic principles hello how you doing what's your name oh really where you from basic principles so in the title song the same thing it took when it is said to get your baby hooked it's going to take the same thing this implies that this is in order to keep the relationship moving forward.
Yes, you can't use the same hook for a perch fish that you would for a sea bass fish. So that implies in the relationship you have to make adjustments. Adjustments have to be made. When Lee Single Curtis Mayfield says the reason a lot of people romances don't last is that they tend to forget so fast. And this can never be overstated. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to return in just a moment. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS or facing being audited? Are you receiving your fair share of payment taxes that's owed to you? We at Tax2Go offer each of our clients quality service that they can depend on. Just give us a call at 972-298-1212 or log on to Tax2Go.com. Tax2Go, where you will experience tax returns prepared for less. And welcome back to Black Blackbocracy, where we're covering another episode of Metaphors of Love, Women, are you listening? And I last left off, left off talking about the reasons a lot of people romances don't last is that they tend to forget so fast. They have a tendency to forget their hook. So what the hook going to be? Again, this can never be overstated. Why? Because most of the time, the way we enter into a relationship will ultimately determine its outcome. How you enter into a relationship a lot of times will determine its outcome, especially if you cannot sustain the goodness of what founded the relationship in the very beginning anyway. Meaning that if a man was guided by beauty, that's going to sustain him. And likewise, whether it's money, sex, or even fame. Whatever you, you did to get that man, then it's going to take the same thing to keep him. Or her. It's just as simple as that. But now, here comes the crux. Here comes the crux. After solidifying the relationship, complacency starts to creep in. Now, how did this happen? Oh, like with anything else, newness wears off. You ever bought a brand new car and it loses that new smell? Or have you worn those brand new pair of shoes and now they don't look so well three years later? Yeah, complacency starts to creep in. And when this happens soon, your hook is no longer effective. Okay? Metaphor of the love. Women, are you listening? When this starts to take place, when you start to become complacent, and yes, I know men too, okay? I know men too, when they start to become complacent. But again, this this topic is about metaphors of love. Women, are you listening? Because y'all hold the very keys. Really, you do in the relationship. Men are really simple creatures. We really are. But you make it more difficult than what it has to be. So again, when complacency creeps in, that's when your hook starts to become non-relevant. And this is an ongoing problem that many men complain about along with feeling underappreciated and I know many of you ladies out there have uh, experienced some of this most men find themselves swimming in a woman's uh, pool of emotionalism when all of this starts to take place because now you all become upset <laughs> them hormones get the racing and boy I'm talking about the hairs on the back of that Neck begin to stand up. Yeah, now he starts swimming in a pool of emotionalism. Listen, ladies. Why would you record your hook? Why would you bring your hook in? Especially if you're winning in the relationship. Think about that for a moment. 
Why would you stop using your hook when you're winning in the relationship? Question. I got a question for you. Do you know what would happen if a championship team stopped using its hook? Or if that team becomes complacent? Do you know what's going to happen? That team <laughs> will, will not, I repeat, will not win another championship. If they throw away their hook and start to become complacent, they won't win another championship. And I know there are many reasons why women feel the need to start underperforming during the relationship. I know you have your reasons. Two of them surrounds infidelity and distrust. Two of the main things why a woman starts to recoil her hook. I mean, outside of any uh, physical or medical condition. But if it's just the natural organic makeup of the relationship, those are the two main factors. Infidelity and distrust. But here's where it gets really tricky. Here's where it gets really tricky now. Listen to this carefully, ladies. Especially when it involves uh, infidelity with no proof of evidence. Okay? <laughs> when it starts to involve infidelity with no proof of evidence. Ladies, make sure before you decide to put, uh, let's just say, uh, the cookie away. That your evidence would stand up in the court of law, in his court of law, okay? Because the rule of hearsay would not do you any justice, especially if you have a cookie monster. I'm going to say it again. I'm kind of smiling. <laughs> if a guy is a cookie monster and you put the cookie away, for no reason, because you don't have no proof of evidence. You're just going all on speculation. You're going to have a problem. You can count on it. And again, in this song, it can be applied. It can be applied equally both to men and women. Okay, understand that. We know that. It talks about lying. And it also talks about crying in this song, which is used to get a person to open up emotionally, uh, sometimes through deception. So now, ladies, let me ask you a question. If we are sincerely honest with ourselves, I want you to think about this question. Who would these words apply to mostly? And before you answer, I want you to ponder upon these facts and I want you to respond truthfully. Okay. Who would these words lying and crying that it talks about in the song, the same thing it took. These two words, lying and crying. Who would these two words apply to the most? Think about it. And I'm going to give you some facts first. Okay? Since this isn't a dating game show and there's no grand prize, I'm going to give you my answer. So you can hit the drum rolls. Okay? And I'm going to do it like this. The answer is women. That's the answer. When you talk about lying and crying, who would this apply to the most? I'm saying women. Okay, so don't be rolling your eyes <laughs> as some of y'all may be doing. I stated earlier that these episodes are meant to bring better insights for the ladies. Okay. So again, this applies to women. 
because I can only deal in truth. What is the saying? What is the saying? Honesty is the best policy. Okay, and if that is the case, and it is, then let us continue. Now, my reason for saying women is quite simple. It's quite simple. I'm not going to make it complicated. Because ladies, whenever a man meet a woman, oftentimes he doesn't see the real you. He doesn't see the real you. Normally, it's a, it's a uh, synthetic image that's been transformed. I'm going to say it again. Normally, it's a synthetic image that's been transformed. Some women introduce themselves wearing orange, blue, purple, even pink hair. <laughs> then there's the eyelashes, the breast implants, the lips, the Botox, and even the fake Daria. Where Daria is, I'm talking about your behind, your asset, okay? Yeah, this is what we get introduced to a lot of times. So before any words are ever exchanged, deception is already present. Think about it. Is that fact or is that fiction? Before we can even start to exchange a truthful conversation, deception is already present. Then after that comes the sentimental emotional factors. Sentimental. Sentimental emotional factors. I like that. Sentimental emotional factors. Because no one uh, enacts their emotions better than a woman. Is that true? Or is that fiction? Is it truth or is it fiction? I don't think no one can en enact their emotions better than a woman. And that's probably because God created, you know, women with a sensitive nature. So we understand that. Many of you feel the necessary need to overly express this gift from God. To overly express this gift from God. You know y'all use those emotions on, on those men that's, 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 that's a sucker for that. To get what you want. So y'all overly express this gift from God. And I will continue to say, when it comes to the art of crying... Women have mastered that emotion. I think it was the actress, uh, uh, the one that was married to uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore. I used to always say, man, she need to get an Academy Award for just on tears. Because I don't know, whatever scene they shooting, if it calls for her to cry, that woman can cry, I mean, at a drop of a dime. So you all have mastered those emotions and when needed most women can cry at the drop of a dime and not even mean it you know you all can do this drop all those crocodile tears and have no real sincere heart behind it okay now we're talking about lying and we're talking about crying and here again are the facts i'm just presenting the facts you all feel free to DM me or text me or go to www.blackcottonproductions.com. Whatever you have to do. <laughs> but make sure that uh, you do your homework because uh, you all know I'm going to do mine. Okay. Now I can personally recall this secret weapon that you all possess being used against me. Around the age of 24. And I'm going to share this personal story. Because I had a conversation with a couple of people. Early up in the week. And they was asking me. Well Jabril do you. You know. Uh, practice what you preach basically. I said I try to. I strive to. Especially now at this point in my life. You know. Because we all evolve. And I don't enjoy on the people. Something that I don't try to practice myself. But at this age of 24. I'm still growing intellectually. Okay, but this secret weapon was used on me. This weapon that you all have of crying at the drop of a dime. And it happened when I tried easing out of a relationship, telling this individual how great she was and how I believe that she would be better off by dating someone else. And this individual immediately broke down and began crying. While confessing how much she loved me and 
didn't want to be with anyone else. And of course, I listened attentively as she expressed her uh, enamored speech without speaking. So ladies, hopefully, you will see when it comes to the sentimental emotions, okay, the sentimental emotions that hands down, men are defeated. You have us beat when it comes to that. Crying to get what you want while being taxed is a uh, onus upon women and not men. Okay, it's a it's 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 just it's just in your constitution. It's in your emotional makeup, and I think you all know that. Going back to the hairstyles. Okay, metaphors of love. Women, are you listening? If a man is attracted to all of your, let's see, uh, variegated hair colors. <laughs> I'm having fun with this one. I, I can't lie. <laughs> if, if, he, if he's in love with all of your variegated hair colors, your styles, then it's going to take the same thing to keep him. Meaning you got to keep them hair colors up. You got to keep looking like somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> so you can't come in one day and decide you want to go back uh, black. Well, you could. You can. But if he liked your hair when he first met you uh, blue, then he may be looking at you a little funny. Now, ask yourself, can you blame him for that? I mean, he met you with, with, uh, with purple hair and you come in with orange. <laughs> and he say, baby, go back to the purple. And you say, I don't want to go back to the purple. And he said, I need you to go back to the purple. <laughs> Can you blame him for that? Not truthfully. Because why? That's not how he met you. So who's lying? If you got that man by being a uh, nymphomaniac. Let's look at that one. Then it's going to take the same thing to keep him. This is what the song is saying. The same thing it took to get your baby hooked is going to take the same thing to keep him or her. If you got that man by lying, crying, or even by uh, enhancements, body enhancements I'm speaking about, then guess what? It's going to take the same thing to keep him. But now wait, here's the thing. What if, what if all of that superficial love rehearsal, that's what I like to call it, superficial love rehearsal, suddenly changes? What if it all changes? Meaning you are diagnosed uh, with an uncertain illness or disfigured uh, from a terrible accident, what then? Like in the case of uh, Michelle K. Or K. Michelle, excuse me. K. Michelle. She wanted her butt plants out. She cried about it. It was affecting her back and all this other stuff. But that was the attraction that you gave. That's how you presented yourself. So this is why I say that you're going to need to develop your hook. Okay, you're going to need to develop your hook and see that it's never broken. That's up to you. That's your choice to make sure that your hook is never broken. Because uh, in Silicon Valley, I call it Silicon artists. Silicon Valley is only going to last for so long. What can be inflated can be deflated. You don't got, you know, all this pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. Yeah, if you can inflate it, it can be deflated. And I will repeat, ladies, most women are doing way too much. Men are really a simple creature. When my daughter uh, reached adolescent, I instilled in her a, a moral system. A moral system. And oftentimes... I reminded her that she was more than a hairstyle. 
and her contour. Also, I explained that in order to attract a real man of substance, her breast did not need to be revealed. Ladies, revealing your ornaments is a form of communication. Yeah. When you reveal your breast, your body part, that's a form of communication. You say perish the thought. Well, exactly what is being said can be debated if you want to. However, as men, I'm telling you as a man and in general men, we know that this is called body language. Many of us heard of the song way back in the day. I love your body language. Y'all remember that? Body language. You don't have to even say a word. You've already started to communicate with us. And no matter how much a woman attempts to defend her position, a message is being sent. Why else would a woman want to reveal her precious gifts from God to a complete stranger? That's what's, you know, befuddling to my mind. I don't know you. You want to introduce uh, Tammy and Renee before I can even get your real number. Now, I don't know you. So why would any woman want to reveal her precious gifts from God now to a complete stranger? The game called uh, This Could Be All Yours. I mean, is this the game that we're playing? The game of this could be all yours if you play your cards right? If so, I'm telling you right now, ladies, you're sending the wrong message to young girls. You're sending the wrong message to young girls. And we have to rebuff that now. Men, the brothers who are listening to this podcast, I'm saying it to you. If you have daughters such as myself, learn to rebuff this, this ideology. Teach them a different way. Share with them how they have been designed out of the most excellent mold created by the creator himself. We need to stop sending the wrong message thinking that this is the hook to capture a man by using your body language. Understanding that there are no more big mamas. You know, big mama, we don't even, we don't, we don't even get that anymore. Big mamas was the one who was instructing young girls uh, to do the right thing. That taught them the basic fundamentals of how to Capture a man and not only just capture a man, but to keep a man. Nowadays, we have too many uh, misguidance by this new age grandmama. You know, it ain't even big mama no more. It's grandmama, which are women range ranging between the ages of 35 to 50. <laughs> it seems like grandmama. All they can teach a young girl is how to put on makeup. And not give them the more uh, ineptness that it's going to take as they get older. Get out of the superficial life. And let's get back to the basics and the fundamentals of life that has been endowed upon us by our creator. Because many so-called grandmamas still enjoy the nightlife as well as the party scene. While frolicking with younger crowds and refusing to grow up themselves. And this is one of the reasons why oftentimes you cannot even differentiate between the young girl and her mother. Metaphors of love. Women, are you listening? Please stop filling these young girls, you know, just by offering them the wrong uh, foundation to, to build their life from or build their life upon. Stop filling them with this wrongful, uh, or these wrongful building blocks, if you will. Teach them what is acceptable and what is pleasing to the Most High God and not by society views. I think I said it uh, in one of the episodes uh, about how women 
demonically despise one another by calling themselves bitches. And I made the statement, did the world make you a bitch? Or did God put that upon you? Because he created you out of the most excellent mode. But you come into this life and you start to develop this life. And you think this life is the one that made you. And here's where we get sidetracked. If you don't know how to do this due to your own experiences. Because you have some ladies out there who don't know how to do this. Because they've been through the, you know, the cycle constantly repeats itself. They've been through trauma. So if you don't know how due to your own experiences. Then ascertain the knowledge on parenting skills. It's as simple as that. We live in the age of technology. I mean, everything you want to try to navigate through and traffic through is right at your fingertips now. Become your own renaissance. And you do this by simply retracing your life story. That's how you do it. Or that's the starting point. By retracing your own life story. And by returning to the uh, original pattern of excellence from which you were created uh, from. That's how you do it. Those are the steps. Just retrace your own life and return back to that original pattern of excellence. Now I have a question, ladies. Did you know that infidelity, infidelity is having an instance of unfaithfulness? That's one of the definitions. Infidelity is having an instance of unfaithfulness. And that unfaithfulness means to be inaccurate. Did you follow me on that? I'm going to say it again. Infidelity. One of the definitions. Is having an instance of unfaithfulness. Okay. And that unfaithfulness means to be inaccurate. Underline the word inaccurate. Therefore. If we follow these words by every letter of the law, then a majority of women being inaccurate, or let's say it like this, a majority of women are inaccurate, okay, are inaccurate when they are falsely made up. Now, that's one of the definitions of uh, infidelity is having an instance of unfaithfulness. And unfaithfulness means to be inaccurate. So if you are falsely made up, then you are being inaccurate according to the definition of the law. And really, when you think about it, what was cover girl when you came out of the womb of your mother? I mean, what was all this makeup? Did you have that on then? Did you have eyeliner on then? Did you have purple hair then? No, you didn't. So your inaccuracy is committing infidelity on a higher spiritual level. I hope you all catch that. So when we talk about lying and crying, that's why I said when it comes to these two words, it validates women more so than it validates men. And these are hard, cold facts. That's why I really enjoy the song uh, Miss Aretha Franklin once sung. How the guy made her feel like a natural woman. A natural woman. So again, your inaccuracy is committing infidelity on a higher spiritual level. And you want to know how this is being done? By adding to the most excellent design given to you by our creator. See, you add to it. God gives you, he shapes you in the womb of your mother. But you come out saying that God made a mistake. God never makes mistakes. Never. Underline the word never. God is perfect in all things. So therefore, the question becomes this. Who can better shape you inside the womb of your mother? Who can better shape you inside the womb of your mother? Who can do it better than the most high God?
you think you can? Or is it that you lack truthfulness when presenting yourself? Think about that for a second. Is it that you lack truthfulness when presenting yourself? So you have to twist the truth a little bit. So you lack in truthfulness. I think it's Alicia Keys. Uh, who's a very uh, uh, unique and great musical talent. But just as she's a musical talent, Alicia Keys is also a beautiful expression created by God. She's a beautiful expression created by the Most High God. And I recall doing her 2016 uh, album uh, performance, uh, I think the title was uh, As I Am. That was the name of the title, As I Am. Love that title, As I Am. She's telling you, take me as I am. Alicia, she wore no cosmetic makeup during one of her performances uh, while demonstrating what a natural woman looks like. I'm not sure exactly uh, when or even why some men stopped making women feel like a natural woman. I don't know when this started to take place, but I do believe that it's time that men start helping uh, bankrupt some of these hair and cosmetic companies by simply acknowledging a woman's natural beauty. Yes, we can do this, brothers. Those of you who are listening to this podcast, we can help bankrupt some of these cosmetic and, and horsehair companies by just acknowledging and telling these sisters how beautiful they are just naturally when they wake up. We can do that. I'm tired of seeing people move into our community and set up shop and, and become millionaires off our women. Only to take their earnings back overseas and send their family back over here to continue to profit from our community through our own ignorance. But that's another topic for another day. But I do believe that men should be leading this campaign. We should be our front. And why do I say that? So that so that if all else fails, at least, at least these sisters would have been on the right path while developing their hook. Which is the real essence of who they are. The real hook. And by the way, the woman that I mentioned earlier that, uh, uh, that used her emotions while crying, her secret weapon, actually became my first wife. And even though we were divorced uh, after 15 years, she still was able to, to cast her hook. And that's my point. So she hooked me for 15 years. So you all have that power, that, that hook. And you should use that hook. This will conclude another episode of Black Vocracy. The episode, what the hook going to be. Share it with your friends or even with your male friends. But let's continue to build. Let's continue to grow. I want to thank each and every one of you who have listened to this podcast from day one. This thing is on the incline. And I thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. And I want to continue to help Uh to advance our culture, our people. This is why I do what I do. I tell you all this all the time. Uh, so again, uh, we're going to do this for maybe another two weeks. And then I got to get back to the new matrix to finish off those two. And we'll continue to build together. So until then, uh, be safe. Take care. And as always, keep God first. Thank you.